All right. Well, I mean, honestly, what's recycling going to do at this point? <laughs> you've given up on the, a common theme on this podcast is that you've given up on <laughs> saving the earth. Yeah. Some like one of my uh, parents' friends on Facebook um, posted like a list of all these things you can do to like cut back on your footprint. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, hang your clothes to dry. Yeah. Uh, carpool. Hanging clothes to dry sucks. Have you yeah. ever tried it? <laughs> They're so stiff. Yeah. Not to mention they, it's three they, days later that you can wear the stuff. Yeah. And they have little clothespin marks on the shoulders of your shirts. Yeah. Poor people shit. <laughs> have you ever had to take a suppository? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Never? No. Man, you're lucky. I Maybe. Certainly had things up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah, I was going to say, are you lucky or is that just one life experience you don't get to collect? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm with you on the life experiences thing. I think we should all experience everything. <laughs> uh, but I, I really don't think I've, I've had to for medical hmm. purposes. See, I had to take one once when I was like five. And you know how Louis talks about like having to take a a, a shit, like being his first memory, like <laughs> like bringing him online. Yeah, yeah, I really related to that because I think that suppository was one of my first memories. Wow, something going into my ass. <laughs> was it um, traumatizing? Why is it so? I like kinda just because like what the fuck? Yeah, but. I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I don't remember it being painful, but like who, who thought of that? Uh, (laughs) Is that the question? Who thought of suppositories? Well, it's like a sub question. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I was, um, I I have a related story though. I have you ever butt chugged a beer? (laughs) Is that your related story? No, I haven't done that. I haven't done the um, vodka-soaked tampon thing either, if that's your next question. Yeah, no, we haven't lived. <laughs> your your only definition of lived is stuff going in your butt. So, Well, I what else is there? I think I might have to disagree with you on haven't lived. But <laughs> um, no, related story. Uh, our friends are having a baby, and I was looking at their registry, and she has a suppository... No, listed on the registry. There's a butt thing, though. There's so you've heard, you probably heard of the nose thing, where it's like a a straw you use to suck boogers out of babies' noses. I have not heard of this, but okay, so I want one. That's like a, can it be used on yourself? <laughs> I'm sure it can. Um, so that's like a really common thing, because I guess I guess um, parents will the only reliable way to get boogers out of an infant's nose is by sucking them out. And they used to, you used to just like put your mouth over their nose and suck. Oh, but what? now people, in I've never times, seen this yeah, happen. Cause you don't have an infant, but it's <laughs> at, like, ask any parent. It's real. Um, I've seen burping. I've seen <laughs> breastfeeding. I have not seen booger sucking. It's a thing. So now there's a, th- there's devices that help you do it without getting boogers in your nose. I'm sure. So, the company that makes that also makes this thing that was on the registry called the Windy. 
and it's where okay. when your baby is um, gassy but can't fart, <laughs> you you put a hose up its ass. <laughs> yes, you literally you. The instructions are: put the baby on the changing table, lift its legs up, take the straw-like device, put it in past the sphincter, and then there's a whistle inside the straw, so you know that it's working. <laughs> And okay. Basically, you're just relieving pressure. Okay. Okay. What did we do before this? <laughs> a finger. <laughs> before this, you used a finger. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> but what would happen if you just you just let nature run its course here? Basically. Is this a is this somewhere we really need to intervene? <laughs> we really know better than nature. So the the reason for it is because. Um, You've heard of like colic, right? Like really fussy babies. Apparently, a lot of <laughs> apparently a lot of the I've, reason I've heard of yeah, sending your baby down the river is that the same? <laughs> is that what you do with colic babies? No, apparently a lot of the reason, like one of the top reasons for colic, is gas that they can't pass. So, if you have a fussy baby and you can't figure out why, you're supposed to get the gas straws and try that. You're supposed and, to le- relieve its ass pressure. Yeah, maybe they're just gassy and they can't. Because I guess the muscle isn't developed enough to like fart on purpose. So, I didn't know it required any muscle. Like I figured if you just built up enough pressure, it would find its way out. Yeah, but the problem is that the pressure hurts. And right. then like if you don't have enough pressure and it's just not enough, you're just in pain right. and crying. Huh. So, I yeah. Guess that would suck. Apparently... Apparently, uh, you put the little whistle in their butt. <laughs> and I guess this is what I imagine it sounds like. Wah, wah. <laughs> it sounds like a penny whistle. <laughs> like the pitch goes up as the, yeah. as the fart continues. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the baby stops crying. They're like, oh, thanks. Thanks, Ma. That sounds amazing. You want to be relieved of your farts with it? <laughs> I still prefer to do it the old-fashioned way. I think it's probably more satisfying. Um, but, you know, I'll try it. Can you feel... You can feel a fart coming, right? Of course. It's it's what we rely on as humans for our whole existence. Can you hold it in? Yeah. Okay. Can you not? My wife claims she can't, but I think she's lying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like if you can't at all <laughs> something is something is wrong. She like, says she just doesn't notice them building up and then they slip out. Like people like you can definitely develop that muscle. Yeah. Like some people are better at it than others. Just like keggling. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you can't at all <laughs> Are you Maybe. just pooping yourself? You <laughs> yeah, control exactly. that muscle at all. Exactly, it's the same. That's what I said. Same muscle. Okay, we need to get her in here <laughs> <laughs> to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Have we done throw pillows yet? I think so. They did. They did already sponsor us once. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think we did do throw pillows. Do you think they'd be a returning sponsor? 
Sure. Do you think they saw an uptick <laughs> in throw pillow sales after our ad went out? Was it you I was with and we saw a thing that said uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones designs throw pillows? No, but I'm intrigued. She does. She designs throw pillows and sells them on um, like Home Shopping Network. Are they expensive? Yeah, super expensive. They're Zeta Jones. Are they good? Are they no, awesome? No, they're ugly. <laughs> Today's episode of Super Good Question is brought to you by Catherine Zeta Jones's throw pillows. Wow, oddly specific. Of all the things Catherine Zeta Jones, I wouldn't have picked her pillows to be sponsored by. <laughs> what other things? What other things does she do? Her butt. <laughs> Remember when her butt was like the thing? No, I thought it was J Lo's butt. It was like right around that same time they had competing butts. <laughs> it was uh, she was in that movie Thomas Crown Affair, and she had to like scooch her butt under a laser, and it was like the scene from the movie <laughs> gratuitous like everybody played that clip that's funny i get it just got a nice butt she did she's married to an old old dude um, she's probably pretty old now too she probably has to stuff her pants with throw pillows <laughs> to achieve that butt now do you remember when sun chips came out with a new bag design and it was super loud how can I forget? That was like, that was like my nine eleven. It's when you lost your hearing. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is, does the volume of a, a snacks bag deter you from eating it? In the case of Sun Chips, it actually did. That was the one time. Yeah. So otherwise, I'll I'll figure out a way to deal with it. But that bag was just so incredibly <laughs> fucking jacked in volume. Is is making food louder a potential diet? I think so, yes. Okay. More obnoxious. Yeah. More crinkly. Yeah. The crinklier you can make a food, the less of it you will eat, studies have shown. So I feel like we should try to pass a law where unhealthy foods are packaged in loud packages. So there's like a shame factor. Yeah, you become a social pariah every time you yeah. have a little chip snack. Yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? That's brilliant. I think it'll work. Let's talk to Big Chip. Grave robbing. Is it wrong? We've talked about this before. Have we? I think so. We can do it again, though. I'm sure we'll have new takes. Grave robbing. Revisited. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'll say 80% sure that we've done grave robbing before. I know that we've done an episode on what we'd take to the grave. Yes. So we might have asked the question, what if someone stole that stuff? Right. But is let's grave, ask it again. Yeah. Okay. So your question is, is grave robbing wrong? Yeah. They don't need it. Yeah. I'm going to say no. If you're going to bury something, you're essentially throwing it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Including your loved ones. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, yeah, I'd, I I feel like if you get prosecuted for grave robbing, it's kind of it's kind of bullshit. I agree. Should we try it? Anything anything below a certain depth in the ground <laughs> should be fair game. 
I really don't see why that's the rule, but <laughs> I'll, I'll go with you on it. If you just if you bury something in your backyard like a foot deep, that's still yours. But if you go too deep, <laughs> I can come up, I can tunnel under your your lawn and yeah. and take it legally. Have have there been uh, so? Grave robbing strikes me as a profession that is not done anymore. I would say it's on the heavy decline for but, the past hundred, couple hundred years. But it feels like, and maybe this is just the media lying to me, but it feels like it used to be a really big problem. Oh man, it used to be huge. Like, like in the Wild were, West? There were famous grave robbers, right? Yeah. Why did people not stop burying valuable things <laughs> why didn't anybody catch on to grave robbing for thousands and thousands of years you mean i i good question <laughs> like okay so it's like is is it is it religion based to bury valuable things with the dead like usually so that's why they didn't stop because it was like important to them to i guess send people to the afterlife with their stuff or whatever probably some bullshit like that yeah yeah it just it seems like a really easy problem to solve so i just (laughs) (laughs) i just have very little sympathy for people who got grave robbed but there's like there's there's no innovation or like in grave robbing tech that there (laughs) we didn't we didn't start trying to like tie the things down to the body or (laughs) Maybe we did. I don't know. I I I guess I get. I don't know. I guess I get burying people with like jewelry or something that was important to them. Like you want to put them in a nice outfit to bury them or whatever. But even still, like just quietly take the ring off before you start putting <laughs> dirt. You know. Well, that's what that's what uh, a lot of. Um, we call them morticians get in trouble for right they'll strip the bodies right before closing the coffin or whatever also something they shouldn't get in trouble for (laughs) also yeah (laughs) also yeah you're the only sane person in this room mortician like is it stealing i don't think it's stealing like you you buried someone in the stuff but you weren't going to use it so how is it stealing if there's nobody being stolen from? I, at the very least, there should be a grace period of like 24 hours before you can loot the grave. Yeah. That's being generous. Just for like to a, give time to grieve or whatever? Yeah, like appearances. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could get behind that. But after that, like, <laughs> it really seems like fair game. As long as you're not yeah. like defiling the body in the process well but again even still even still (laughs) what does it matter yeah i don't i don't know i don't really feel sympathy for people who got grave robbed no and who's the who's the victim like is it the family no are they the ones that are upset though maybe for the wrong reasons but like yeah they're not upset because they (laughs) wanted the stuff yeah, if you wanted, if you wanted it so bad, should have kept it in your home. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna bury someone, you should keep the things that 
meant something to them and display them or whatever. You can't. Yeah. You can't bury them and be mad that someone found it. Uh-huh. Especially well, after thousands of years, like those asshole um, pyramid dudes. <laughs> Egyptians. Yeah. <laughs> They put like curses on their tombs and stuff. Yeah. Like, isn't that kind of selfish? It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a dick move to be like, no, like this little patch of, of earth. No one can, like I died. Yeah. My body's here. Yeah. This is my patch of earth forever. If everyone did that, there'd be no earth. Left. Exactly. So yeah. Dick move. All right. I have a question about almost like farm life or where you, your food comes from you yearn for the farm life some days okay. there's a lot of people in tech that that start hobby farms i, I feel know. like you get you you hit a breaking point and then you start a hobby farm exactly yeah it's anyway could you this is a question could you raise a pig to eat Ugh, no i couldn't do it really no they're too cute <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i could do it I feel like I could. Here's another question. If you were raising a pig to eat it, would you name it or would you try to like disconnect from? <laughs> no, I'd name it babe. <laughs> well, you can't I'd... name it babe. As soon as you name it babe, it's off the plate. <laughs> I would snuggle with it every night. <laughs> yeah. I would be seasoning it. <laughs> Be like, so, I'd be like pouring juices on it while it was still alive. Yeah, every night. Yeah, in hopes that I would be eating it one day. But when it came down to that fateful day, I wouldn't be able to swing the axe. What if you didn't have to kill it? What if someone like a butcher came in and just yeah. did it? Did it all up for me? Yeah, you just took it somewhere, and then the next day they, I, I'd there'd still be a moment where I was saying I had to say goodbye. Yeah, like. Like in front of the butcher shop being like no go (laughs) no i don't want you and he'd just be following you and he'd be like no yeah no stay here yeah yeah i don't know i feel like i could do it if if i knew from the beginning that that's what was going to happen i don't think i could transition from pet to food but if if i was like okay we're getting a pig we're going to eat it someday like I know from you know, uh-huh. then I think I could do it. Yeah, that would help. This question came to me because of my um, obsession with Survivor as of late, and they always get chickens, and sometimes they don't eat them because there's like a vegetarian on their tribe that <laughs> that names it and gets all up in arms. God damn it! <laughs> so how pissed would you be? Yeah, if you were starved. It was like <laughs> six of you starving, and you had a chicken. And it, one fucking vegan was like, no. It happens. <laughs> Move that bitch off. People get so mad. They're like, I'm so hungry. I've had three <laughs> tablespoons of rice a day for the last 15 days. And we won this chicken in a challenge. And you're telling me we can't eat it. And you've named it Wilbur. That's what we've come to. Yeah. That's when you eat that person. <laughs> We'll eat you instead. So, okay. you But you just said that you couldn't do it. So, if you were on Survivor, you could do it? Or is it just because it's a pig? Well, they just brought in this chicken that you just won. You don't know this chicken. <laughs> yeah. Snap that bitch's neck. 
Oh, that's the other thing. They on on the show they'll show right up into the point that the chicken dies. So they'll show the swinging of the axe and then cut right before it hits the neck, or they'll show them holding the chicken by the neck, and then they'll just have a shot that's shoulders up of the arm shaking and like a sound effect of the cracking neck <laughs> so there's two ways to do it you can chop the head off which i think i would go with or you can hold it by the head and like shake it violently sure yeah i don't think i could break a chicken's neck with the shaking method <laughs> that's uh i mean yeah a little more caveman uh, yeah style yeah i, I like it <laughs> Is that how you would do I it? I mean, it's it's not bloody, right? When you chop, there's blood, so... True. Kind of like a... Yeah. Clean little method. Do you think you could do it, though? If it... Okay, so... <clears throat> let's go back I, to the original question. I could, could do you... it until the chicken, like, looked up at me sideways and was like... <laughs> don't. Um, I don't think I could do it if the chicken said don't, either. <laughs> But uh, it would just be like it's regular noise, but you'd hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, same with the pig's oink. Yeah. But, I swear he just learned English. <laughs> um, okay, back to the original question, though. If it was a chicken, does that make a difference? Yeah, chicken would be way easier. They can't really emote with their faces as much. Can pigs emote with their faces? I feel like they can a little bit. Yeah. Like dogs can. Yeah, for sure. But dogs are and dogs. pigs are just hairless dogs, <laughs> as we established. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Uh, so you think you could do it if it was a chicken? Yeah. What's an animal that? And if I had an executioner hood? <laughs> What's an animal that's on the fence for you? What's the animal between chicken and pig? Kangaroo. Kangaroo. <laughs> No, I'm offended by this answer. That's worse than pig. They're so human-like. <laughs> no. no, they're basically a hoppy deer. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a jacked up, jacked up tail deer. Would you have trouble with a deer? Yeah, because those big eyes. Yeah, those big innocent eyes. Literally, those lied. Bambi eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a. It seems like I'm trying to figure out where the. Like, is it about the eyes? Is it about the brain every, size? Every animal's got something cute about it. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. Yeah. If you think about it too hard. Yeah. Could you, um, could you eat like a lizard or something that you raised? <laughs> Those cute little tongues. <laughs> Blop out and get the little crickets. Okay. So you can only no. eat chickens. <laughs> no, lizards are pretty emotionless. Yeah. I don't think they feel much pain. Yeah. I could probably roast one of those fuckers. Smack it on a rock. Yeah. Roast them up. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't smack it on a rock. I could only I think I could only <laughs> chop something's head off. That's that's the most humane yeah. death in your eyes. Yeah, because you know, spinal cord. I guess. I feel like when you smash the head, it's like destroying the brain, whereas when you cut the head off, they could still potentially feel something. Yeah, for like a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. These are things I think about a lot. Yeah. Have you, have you ever killed anything? Like an animal? Yeah, lots of stuff. Like what? Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Okay, so, okay, how how often do you have to shave? Have to? Um, like, if you were, yeah, if you had to go to a fancy dinner. Yeah. Not that often, like once a week. Really? Yeah. Once a week? Yeah. It grows real slow. I shaved today. <laughs> okay. Well, you already have, like, a bit of a shadow, so. Yeah, but I don't use a, like, um shaving cream and a razor this is just like the the trimmer with no guard on it Mm, okay so this is as short as it gets and then in in like two days it looks good and then (laughs) like three days after that it starts to look gross and patchy oh well that's not bad i mean at least it's at least it's more filled in like i have to i have to do mine like almost every day now it's like growing really fast but it only grows in stupid little patches right so it's useless right but the question is have you ever like i'm sure you've heard the wives tale or the urban legend that like shaving vigorously every day encourages beard growth right (laughs) i've never heard i've never heard uh vigorously in there (laughs) (laughs) you have to really dig in with the razor (laughs) but yes i've heard that take a little layer of skin (laughs) Uh, yes, I've heard that. So recently, I used my RBC rewards points to purchase a like barber level um, professional shaver by Babilis. Okay, sounds awesome. Because I mean, I always just buy stupid shit off the rewards site because yeah, I don't know what else to spend the points on. Yeah, points are no good for anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I could use them on air travel or i could buy like electronics no one needs yeah so electronics no one needs it is yeah or you could save up for like 12 years and then buy one piece of electronics that you do need yeah yeah like the tvs are ridiculously ridiculous numbers of points so i got this shaver yeah and it's like it's it's a very well-reviewed shaver it's professional barbers shaver what was the brand Babilis. Okay, never heard of it, but that's because only barbers use it. Yeah, right. I looked up reviews, and it was a, a legit barber reviewing them. Right, and okay. he liked it. Okay, so I was like, okay, I'll buy this like hundred fifty dollar yeah equivalent in points <laughs> yeah <laughs> shaver yeah, and it'll be the last shaver I ever buy yeah. And man, okay, have you ever used what's called the a foil shaver? No. I don't know if, if that's what makes it what it is, but man, this thing, like, <laughs> it's a next level shave. Like, uh, the guy in the review said it was, like, equivalent to a straight razor shave, how oh, close it got. So it gets real close. It gets insanely close. Yeah. Like, it feels wrong. <laughs> it feels like I feel like I feel like I have baby skin after, but I also, like, it stings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's also really sharp right now, so that helps. Yeah, I mean, it's brand new, so. Yeah. But man, it like, uh, I don't, I don't know if, if it's, if it's okay to keep using, because <laughs> I feel like I might develop like a thick callus around my whole chin area. That'd be all right. Be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> might give me a bit of a stronger chin. <laughs> Um, but have you ever like shaved like with the purposeful intent of making your beard grow? 
No. I I mean, yes, when I was like 15. But I <laughs> yeah. wasn't, there was nothing, I wasn't shaving anything. I was putting shaving cream on my face and running a razor over it. Mm-hmm. But nothing. Yeah, no, I did that. I did that as well. Yeah. And I continue to do that. Uh, like if I ever, um, if I ever do sh- like razor shave my face, like I do, the, I do the parts that <laughs> have no hair as well, just in case <laughs> it helps. It is a old wives tale, right? Like it's not, it's not true. I don't know. I think the jury's still out. <laughs> okay. No, I'm sure it's a wives tale. Okay. What was the, qu- is there a question here? That was it. Do you ever, <laughs> do you ever shave your face to make it grow? Yeah uh yeah no just when when you're a kid i think you do it when you're a kid because you 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 want a beard so bad when you're in like high school or Uh, i did and now (laughs) well it took me till i was like late 20s to start having actual recognizable facial hair yeah i i can only wish (laughs) you have like you have like a goatee you could grow a goatee. I have a disgusting, yeah, like or maybe a soul patch. Yeah, you could definitely grow a soul patch. Soul patch. That's but, how Jackie Chan says soul patch in the movie Tuxedo. <laughs> oh wait, the Tuxedo? I don't know. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. Great movie. <laughs> okay. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jackie Chan, the chemistry <laughs> off the charts. Uh, my facial hair, I still have on the left side of my chin, a patch that doesn't grow in. So I still can't like grow a beard really. I can grow a, fill that in. I can grow a great five o'clock shadow that like lasts for a couple days, but that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I trade half of it all (laughs) for that. (laughs) Didn't we have a question about whether you would trade your head hair for a beard? Yeah, I think you came down. Uh, I did. with yes on that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did, and I would, and I will. <laughs> if anybody knows, <laughs> if anybody has the technology, you're so desperate for, for a beard. What would I just you want to be a lumberjack? Yeah, if you could grow a real beard, what? I, I just want to wear plaid in the fall. Yeah. and have it like look right. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. If you could grow beard hair, full full facial hair, what style of beard would you grow? Well, first of all, I like the first thing I do is grow it out as long as I possibly could to make right. up for all the years. Like a Gandalf style. Like a, exactly, yeah. yeah. A Civil War general style. <laughs> Handlebar mustache. Would you hope that it was curly or straight? Uh, Curly. <laughs> curly, yeah. You had to think about that quite a bit. I want those like, like those loose curls, you know? Yeah. Wavy. Wavy. <laughs> like I've been on a boat. Yeah. For a few days. Salt water. Yeah. <laughs> Salt water whipping through it. It sounds to me like you just want to work on a fishing boat. <laughs> I'm not sure the beard has anything to do with it. I mean, if if the fishing life would encourage beard growth, I'd definitely... I'd move to the East Coast. I think you should, just to see. Okay. Aren't there products... Like, there are lots of products that claim to help you grow a beard. Um, I'm there? sure there are, but I think they're just variations of snake oil. Yeah. We talked about this before on the show, I think. We talked about putting Rogaine on your face. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I might still try. I think you should, definitely should try that. Yeah. I might start a podcast just about my experience <laughs> trying to grow a beard with Rogaine. It would be my dream to have you come over and for the <laughs> the whole bottom half of your face to be like blistering and red <laughs> from all the things you've been trying. That's not that's not that far fetched. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm expecting it to happen very soon. Be like, uh I tried a Chinese chemical peel that said <laughs> I do expose the hair follicles. Uh, you didn't read the part where it says dilute to one part <laughs> in 10. It said leave it on for an hour, but I figured if I just left it on overnight, <laughs> uh, it'd be like 24 times as effective. 